0: What, in addition to the right equipment, does it take for the job of film editing?
1: Welcome to The Cutting Room, the official podcast of AOTG.com. I'm your host, Gordon Burkell, and this episode, I'm going to be interviewing Christopher Peterson. Christopher is the editor of Impeachment, American Crime Story, the third season of Ryan Murphy's anthology series. I highly recommend you check it out. It's currently airing on FX. But with all that said, let's jump into my interview with Christopher Peterson. I guess my first question would be, um, how did you get involved with the show?
0: I had watched American Crime Story, the O.J. Simpson season uh, years ago, and I loved it. And I was like, God, I got to work for Ryan Murphy. I really love what he's doing. At a kind of a random event, I had met one of the heads of posts for Fox. And I said, is there any way you could get me in with the Ryan Murphy crew? I'd love to, Mm -hmm. you know, get on get on the show. And he said, sure. So... I ended up meeting with them and ended up working on. This is my fourth series with them. Mm-hmm. I did 911, then I worked on American Horror Story, then I worked on The Politician, and then finally I got to work on the series that I had been waiting for to kind of come back around, mm-hmm. which was the third season, uh, Impeachment for Crime Story. So I've kind of got to finally work on the series that I like. I've been wanting to work on for five years, which is great.
1: Now, you worked on Horror Story. Which season was it? Let's see what number. It was. There's, so, there's so many now. It's uh, kind of amazing. The reason I bring it up is that, like, I'm watching all of his stuff. I've watched the first three or four seasons. of Amer- And then I I can't because it's just too creepy and <laughs> <laughs> disturbing. And so I'm like, and, I, and it's frustrating because, like, it's so good. It's just, it's so well put together. I,
0: I worked on Apocalypse, which I think is... I'm so sorry, I think it was season eight. Yeah. Season eight? Now they're on 10, going on 11, I believe. It wasn't really part of my plan. It just ended up kind of working out that way. And certain seasons, I've been like massive fans of. And so I was like, hey, this would be cool to work on. It was a great season. I got to work with Sarah Paulson as a director, which was mm-hmm. cool. She was both in the series, and and I got to sort of see her, her method about how, how she even handles directing herself and editing herself, which was cool. It was great. What was it that attracted you to American Crime Story originally? My background is in documentary. Mm -hmm. So I kind of love when I get to melt the two worlds together, where I I get to to do sort of real stories, but done in a sort of narrative scripted acted way. So I, I tend to be drawn to those kinds of projects. Um, I, I, get to cut a lot of different things, but when I do get to, to do that, I'm, I'm super psyched.
1: Did you utilize your documentary skills in this? Definitely. I
0: mean, for first off we had, especially in the second episode, I edited the, the assassination of Monica Lewinsky. There are a ton of news clips. There's a ton of sort of famous sort of moments in history in the episode, including the famous Clinton deposition, where he kind of lies his way through it. <laughs> there is the, I did not have sexual relations with that woman yeah. moment. Tons of moments that were, were real moments. So it was nice. I got to go and sort of look at the real material that mm-hmm. existed and sort of try to, to make sure that we were representing it in, in the right way. It was pretty cool to sort of take real events and find kind of a new lens to look at it, um, that we got to take these moments, but but really break it down and look at the the emotional aspects of it, how it affected uh, Monica Lewinsky, how it affected Linda Tripp, and kind of focus more on that as, as opposed to the sort of filmed event as it existed.
1: If I'm not mistaken, Monica Lewinsky is one of the executive producers. Correct. How did that impact you guys in the edit suite in terms of keeping it authentic? and realistic to what occurred. Monica Lewinsky's
0: involvement in the process was a bit more on the scripted side, Mm -hmm. and and mainly she was hands-off, but I think it was just about tweaking moments to make sure that they sort of fell into line with the reality. And in editorial, we, we didn't really get a lot of notes from her. They were just tiny tweaks to, again, to make sure that it was sort of historically accurate. But for the most part, she was hands off and let us do our thing.
1: What would you say is one of the more challenging scenes that you had to tackle in this particular episode that just aired this past week?
0: The interesting thing is the episode has a ton of scenes in it. And it's almost like there's sections of of the episode that... are are sort of fragments of scenes that they don't have kind of a clean beginning middle and end it was kind of about putting those scenes together as sort of sequences and think of that more as a beginning middle and end as opposed to individual scenes it was complicated because you kind of had to to get into a scene and sort of leave it before it finished because you were just kind of trying to create this like building sense of of chaos as Mm -hmm. you know this Event sort of exploded into the public eye. So the sequences sort of became like a more complicated build. What that was sort of the most fun part about working on the episode, is that it, is that it has these complicated, intertwined <laughs> scenes. And some of it which was someone watching TV, then we go to the TV moment, and the TV moment hands off to another scene, which then hands off to another, uh, in scene moment, which hands off to another t- television scene. And it was a lot of fun, hard, but fun.
1: It's interesting to think about like cutting off the story. It's like you were saying, it's sort of you're leaving the scene before it feels finished. So, was there discussions in the cutting room about how to tackle that element of sort of dropping that storyline, to jump to the other one?
0: It was constructed in a way that it in the script phase that we we knew they weren't going to feel like sort of completed scenes mm-hmm. but we chose in editorial to even you know get in even deeper into the scene or cut off even earlier again to keep the momentum going because really the goal of the episode was to was to feel sort of exhausted hmm. sort of along with monica's psychology you know that she was just getting the the title of the episode being the assassination of monica Lewinsky, Mm -hmm. it was really about showing that exhaustion over time and by the end of the episode i feel exhausted hopefully that translated to the audience
1: it's interesting to think about trying to get the audience to feel a particular way and making them exhausted like you said when you start to tackle a scene like that how do you like to build your cuts initially like i've talked to some editors and they they always put in the circle takes or they always put in the stuff requested and some are like, nah, I, I ignore that. <laughs> and you know, some like to build everything in first and then cut it out. And how do you like to tackle your scenes? For me, I tend to go through everything. I look at the the circle takes just to
0: kind of get an idea of, of where the director was, was leaning. And sometimes those are the takes. And sometimes you have to dig into the other ones and kind of sculpt the performance. Mm-hmm. But I, I, tend, I sort of think of myself as a sculptor. I tend to kind of take all the footage and sort of carve pieces out of it slowly. Like I start throwing chunks of it out and kind of mm-hmm. keep the things I like. You know, some editors will go straight for the, the pieces. They go through the takes and pick the pieces that they like and dro- drop that in and build it from there. I kind of slowly whittle. Then I, I tend to walk away, think about it for a while, come back to it throw a few more pieces out, and cut it down to the the, the essence of what it is. And it, it sort of tends to, I feel like it tells me how to cut. The the footage starts to talk to me in that way, and, and I kind of start seeing how the puzzle's gonna come together. But I feel like the more time I have allowing me to think away from the computer, you know, walking my dog, driving in the car, I feel like I, I can really start building, building what I want.
1: Well, it's interesting because that sounds like a very documentary way to approach it, right? Like, I don't know exactly where I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna put everything in and chip away <laughs> it. it.
0: It is a bit, it, I think it does come from my documentary background, for sure. I also just like to make sure to sort of stay creatively fresh. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I work it till I feel kind of a little spent creatively. And that's, that's when I walk away and that way I come back and I fresh and I'm going to, to have something to bring to it. I I try not to sort of force myself to finish things that I'm, I'm not feeling it at the moment. Um, I, I'd, I'd rather come back fresh only when, you know, deadlines are tight. Do I go, Chris, you just, sometimes you got to just get in there and like, (laughs) get it, get it done. But I try to minimize that. Yeah, as much as possible.
1: When you're working with someone like Ryan Murphy or Ryan Murphy's team, how do you get on the same page with the showrunner, the directors and what have you?
0: This is my fourth series with Ryan Murphy. So, you know, I've worked a lot with Alexis Martin-Woodall, who's, who's the executive producer on, on Ryan, Ryan's, one of the executive producers on Ryan's projects. You know, she has a really great sense. She works with all of the all of the cuts that go through Ryan Murphy. And... I feel like I've sort of learned, you know, her thoughts and learned R- Ryan's thoughts after working with them for so many years. And I feel like now I, c- I can kind of see how they like to approach things and, and synthesize that in, in, into the style that they're looking for. Luckily, I was a fan of the other two seasons of American Crime Story. So it fairly simple to see kind of the threads through the seasons.
1: I have one last question that I like to ask everyone I interview. What would you say is your favorite Guilty Pleasure film to watch?
0: I think I probably
1: always go to Jaws. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Just the first one, right? Not two, three, four. <laughs> I watched all of them and yeah. loved them
0: all only because I just happen to, to love the, the, the genre. Mm-hmm. But the first Jaws is just pure perfection as far as I'm concerned. The directing, the writing, the editing, the use of it's a horror film. But yeah. its use of comedy is amazing. Its use of mise-en-scene is some of the scenes are several minutes long with no cuts. Yeah. To have that kind of discipline as the director and editor on a project like that is, is
1: just is so cool. It's also changed so much that I feel like if you tried to hold on a shot that long, someone would, you know, producers or directors would be like, wait, wait, why haven't you cut? Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for letting me interview today. Of course, of course. So that was my interview with Christopher. I'd like to thank him for allowing me to interview him. I'd also like to thank FX for setting this up. I'm your host, Gordon Burkell. Thanks for listening.